Welcome to the feast brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35 point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Welcome to the Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we're hosted by Sox Sanchez. Howdy. 27. We did it. That was our goal. And another one. And another one down. And another one down. And another one bites the dust. This was... This one was real light for Detroit sports figures. Yeah, you guys want that two-hour episode? Fuck off this week. Uh, anyway, <laughs> welcome to the feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Socks here. Kyle to the left. Burns to my right. Do you want me to do the Jokers and the Clown? You didn't like that the first time I did it. But, uh, once again, thank you for listening to the feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Uh, pretty soft episode in between everything with football and getting ready for March Madness. Kind of mid-season Woes, soft, soft yeah. midseason oh. funks for NBA and NHL. Wait till we get to the 14th of March, and it's the St. Patrick's Day slash March Madness episode. Hell yeah. Um, so we will be talking a little bit to the hand. You'll be, you'll be, we'll, we'll talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk, we're going to discuss some p- potential offseason Lions things. Dabble into that a little bit, just to. You know, fill the void there. What were we going to finish up with? Uh, some things, and we're looking forward to Michigan spring things. Uh, once again, welcome, Kyle. Socks. How was your week? So good. How yeah. was yours? What was, what was so good about your week, Kyle? It was just, you know, a nice, fun, easy week. People can't see, but Kyle's got a, a goldish touch to his dark black locks this week. He says it's for his daughter to... And you know, I was trying to. Get, we were trying to get her haircut, entice her to get a haircut, but I ended up with my hair looking like this, and she kind of got a haircut. I think you're full shit, and you just want to look pretty. I just do this for you guys every week. To Kyle's bringing out his inner gold dust, uh, <sighs> stardust. Ah, <laughs> uh, so if you see Kyle at Portage, <laughs> tell him something. Ah, uh, Burns. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a hectic week. Yeah, you're going on vacation. Wow, yeah. Wow, so, wow, yeah. Wow, right. Wow, I can't wow. complain that much. That's still so hectic. <clears throat> I got to go with the But sun. no, first, uh, first time away from the little kid. man. So nice. that will be uh, stressful, but good all at once. He's probably excited. <laughs> yeah. He's stoked. He's stoked. Very good. Uh, I went up to Shaney Creek up north. Yeah. How was about. your week, Sox? Thank you for asking, Kyle. I just started talking about myself because that's <laughs> if people have been listening, it gives a shit about me. Episode twenty seven. <laughs> Episode twenty yeah, the I see their board. Craig Monroe. That's a really, really impressive name something. <laughs> Zaza Pachulia. Uh, <laughs> Scott Niedemeyer was uh, on my list. Mike Trout. Mike Trout was the other Ooh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie George. Michael Rasmussen. Fred McGriff. Ooh, the crime dog. Which round out Atlanta or San Diego? I'm not sure which one. I'm good. Am I uh, one off on Joe Mixon? Is he 26? I think he's 20, 28. 28. Yeah. 
That's next week. Yeah. Next week. Next week. Oh, you won't be sneak here. Pe- sneak peek next week. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a duet next week. <laughs> Burns was so upset he missed. Ne- he was missing next week that he wanted to name it off now. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Mixon. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Cool. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> went to Shanty Creek. Good old times. Just drank some beer. Watched some, watched some funnies. Laughed a lot. Yeah. Um, I got some good funny videos upcoming based off this weekend, so that'll be nice. Nice. You, you guys you have seen those... Uh, Overdubbed like quote things for like NFL mm-hmm. do the mm-hmm. voiceover things. Oh, yeah, yeah the, one, the bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. Yeah, they did one for Star Wars and Yoda mm. and a song. They did a song. <sighs> Wonderful. So that'll be in the upcoming weeks because I have a different one for this week. But I've never seen Star Wars. Um, for me, this episode will be dedicated to my uncle John. Uh, he, he was a big Lions fan. He passed over the weekend. Um, thoughts to my family, and if they listen to this, which I think some of them do because they like my radio voice, from what I heard. Mm. Uh, but um, love to my family and all that good stuff. So this Lions talk, well, hopefully he's got some things up there with Grandpa, going over some off-season pickups and sending them down to Mr. Campbell and Mr. Holmes. So that'd be good stuff. But what else are we going to talk about? You SNL. Did, I was just going to say, did you catch SNL? Was a solid full, set full, good episode with John Mulaney. I like the uh, five-timers. Five-timers. Conan. So five-timers, they do the five, he's his fifth-time hosting, so they do a five-timers, yep. whatever, blah, blah, blah. They talk about how he was a writer, he's not really a cast member, he's a five-timers club, he's not really warranted to be in there, you know, because it's kind of a flooded market with the five-timers club now, blah, blah, and then Conan shows up out of nowhere. He's like, listen, we were always behind the scenes. <laughs> we're not we're not good-looking, all that kind of stuff. So it was good to see Conan, first of all, back on NBC because mm-hmm. it's been, yeah. what, 15 years Long since mm-hmm. that whole stuff happened. Uh, but it was a good, I think it was a good uh, episode front to back. I enjoyed when Candace Bergman said to him, Welcome to the Five Timers Club. Now, who the hell are you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it, it was uh, it was a good episode all around. Um, so watch that over the weekend. Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna send my video out now. Of my favorite video of the week. It's actually a comedy. Are you playing the music? Oh, we gotta play the music. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna drop the beat real quick. It's the Sox Sanchez side splitting funny shit of the week. The elderly motherfucker. Amen to that. Grandma, eat your heart out. Um, my It's actually a stand-up special about an hour long. His name is Mark Normand. Okay. Uh, we talk about, off-air, we talk about how a lot of things are sensitive these days, which is understandable. But when a joke's a joke, it's a funny joke. This guy, for being a pretty newish, I think it's been a couple years old now, hits on a lot of that. I think it's good for everybody to listen to this right now. It's uh just he he nails all everybody and it's fantastic. You know, he's an innocent guy. He doesn't he just says things that people all observe and it turns them into great jokes. Pull up your big boy panties. Pull up your big boy panties. Talks about his first thing he says is, Hey, you know, I went to bed until I was thirteen years old <laughs> and that, you know, people always wonder why Bedwetters were serial killers. Well, yeah, because they're good at cleaning piss up. <laughs> so there was one, and he's like, hey, you know, what are you doing over there? He's like, what happened over here? He's like, oh, you know, my bad. I just happened to spill a cup of piss. Just It starts off with that. So, you know, I, I everybody should listen to it. You uh, find it on YouTube? Yeah, I, I he was on 
Conan or he was on, like back in the day. And I've I've known this this stand up for I've seen it mm-hmm. a million times. So it was I think it came out a couple of years ago, but um, got great delivery. I think everybody should listen. Everybody should just laugh laugh it off. And he's he's like even if you're offended, be offended, eat it up, be offended, eat it up. I don't fucking care, you know. Like just enjoy yourself. Basically, what it comes down to. So that's why it's my funny dubstep. Smashing socks. What do you call it? The sock Sanchez side splitting funny shit of the week. Week, 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 So bring the noise. Burns, what's up? He's quiet over there. You want, you want to say something? Listening to you. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, misfits. They're up five one. Ooh, five one. There's a sub this week because uh, Dano taking a week off. But was it Mister Caputo? No. Oh, okay. There, uh, was, the par- there, there was some talk about that. Partner, excuse me, partner's name is Matt. It's his birthday, so he, apparently he's kicking butt on his birthday. So happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. That's all I got for that. Yeah. Ready to uh, talk to the end? Because you know you ain't right. Talk to the hand. Sorry for that. Uh, talk to the hand. Welcome, Michigan Sports here. Um, I'm dying. Bless you. Something like that, right? Kyle, you want to lead? Detroit basketball. Ha <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I was looking for the mute button. That works. <laughs> Detroit basketball. Yeah. Detroit basketball. Thursday, returning from the All-Star break, the Pistons defeat the Cavaliers, 106-103. Diallo Leads Pistons scores with 21 points. Cunningham, 17, 6, and 6. Grant and Bagley both put 16 up. Detroit shoots 89% from the free throw line. Yeah. Uh, Cunningham's becoming more consistent of a score. That's nice to hear. Um, and I'm still having issues with Grant and Bay, but Bay's shot more efficiently lately. They're just sloppy, man. I think that it is important for Cade's development to have Jeremy Grant back. No, uh, I, I agree with that, but it's I, just it he seems to be he he's he's more consistent um because I don't think he feels the need to be that number one guy, right? Yeah. Um which which he shouldn't need to be his his rookie season. No. So, um you know, I think it's a good thing for him for Jeremy Grant back and and maybe that's the silver lining of them not trading him. But run a play deadline. for Jeremy Grant to get him open on the block with a Smaller guy, instead of running these isos, just going to the paint and chucking. Yeah, I think for some reason Jeremy Grant thinks that he is. Can take on five people. He he, he looks at himself, which which is great to have the confidence, but he, he looks at himself as like a top five player in the NBA. And uh, Last year that was okay. You said it's so great. It, yeah. Last week when you said clearly he doesn't care about winning. Right. But, but last year that was different because it was new. This year everybody knows. Right. Huge difference. Yeah, huge difference. Huge difference. And and he, he really, truly, in his mind, believes that he should be the number one option on any team. And that's fine if you want to play for 14-win teams. Sit down and be humble. Yes. All of the above. I, don't know. I do like it that forces Bay out in the three-point line a little bit more. That's helped him out. It, it That's where he should be at all times. Yeah. So I, I'm cool with that. That's the only reason I like Jeremy Grant being back is to push him out. Yeah. For now. Well, then Saturday. And they beat Cleveland. So, ha-ha. Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> Cleveland. Ha-ha. Cleveland's getting demolished tonight, too. No. 
Saturday, the Pistons lost to the Celtics, 113-104. Cunningham with 25 points. Joseph, 15. Bagley put up 14 for him. Uh, very inefficient from three for the Pistons. Only shot 26%. Yeah, it's been like that all year, and I I respect Joseph as a veteran player, but oh, why is he starting? Anyway, that's all I got to say about and that. And then rolling into Sunday, the Pistons go into Charlotte, and they sting the Hornets. 127, 126 in overtime. Much better defensively because they've given up 140 points a game to the Hornets prior to that game. Very true. The highest scoring offense in the league. Uh, I think they had four players against Detroit that were averaging 20 or more on the season. It was, uh, what, Ball, Bridges, Rozier, mm-hmm. the other one. Washington, Aver- averaging maybe. over, P.J. Washington, averaging over 20? Against the Pistons. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, which is weird. P.J. Washington's not even good. I don't think it was P.J. I think it was somebody else. I think it was somebody else. But regardless, they play great defense uh, through the overtime. There was an overtime in this one, Burns. Yeah, judging by the one point, that would make sense. Yeah. Is it Kelly Oubre? Is Kelly, was Kelly Oubre averaging over That might have been the other one. Because he's been weird. He wasn't even the cool he, Kelly in this game. Ooh. Kelly Olynyk hits the game-winning shot. Cold off the bench too. Yeah, <laughs> as time as expires, the, as the fourth Ice option. Water is <laughs> the fourth option of that play. But hey, why not? He did hit a couple of good three, big threes in a row in the fourth quarter. I believe it was um, him and somebody else had another three too. Beef stew. Beef stew's been playing great. He's been stopping with the trying to block every shot. Yeah, which is better for him. <clears throat> Killian Hayes is kind of coming off the bench, getting that seven six and six vibe, which I like. Playing Killian Hayes is playing really good defense too, off the bench. I think you're right with the fact that they got to split him and Cunningham up. Maybe mm-hmm. for now, mm-hmm. I think together they still will. I think have potential of being a really good defensive backcourt. And then having Diallo be, apparently Diallo can play the four because he can jump over everybody because that's what he was playing on the weekend. But yeah. And well, and we'll see what, you know what happens in the draft for next year. But Killian Hayes is playing going to be way more aggressively since the All Star break, which I like and I think he needs for. But we'll see. Looks like the bench uh, may be a wake up call. And Livers, and Livers played for the yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, right. right, hit, right a, which, hit a three. Yeah. So yeah. Was Kalamazoo nice was mentioned see. during the game. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was good to see him and um, finally off his foot injury and out of the Motor City whatever team they are. Um, it was good to see him on the floor. Biggest Pistons news of the week, in my opinion. Mm. The teal Pistons mm. jerseys. Thank you for bringing this up. Will be back next year Do you want as to- an alternate. Do you want to hear my theory? Which is fucking awesome. We got to choose. So one of us has got to get this year's draft pick, and then one of us has got to get probably Cade, and then one of us has probably got to get, like, I don't know, either Bagley or Beef Stew. Yeah, I think... I think Sox maybe is going to Luca Garza. No, Sox getting Killian Hayes. <laughs> you want you want to know my theory on this? Hmm. This is going to turn into. Remember when we did it back in the nineties, right? Yeah, everyone yeah. hated it. Yeah, because we sucked. Yeah, we weren't good. So this is what we're going to happen. We're going to rock these teal jerseys. Seven years from now, we're going to trade Cade Cunningham for an undrafted big man, and then we'll finally win a title because that's what happened with Grant Hill. And who was the undrafted big man? Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. So um, that's my theory. Ha-ha! <laughs> <Yeah>. Your timing <laughs> is impeccable. Yeah, I yeah. Know. it's really great. It'll get, it'll get better one day. Um, I, uh, 
I'm really excited for those to come back. It's it's been too long, and the what a great alternate jersey. Like they're not great to have as your main jersey, but those are sweet. I did have the starter jacket. Yeah, the teal one. Yeah, they're gonna sell. Oh, they're gonna sell out immediately as soon as they as soon as they drop them. I had a Jerry Stackhouse teal jersey. Nice back in the day. That mess. My my favorite jersey that I owned as a child was the original Raptors Damon Stoudemire. That was a big one. Yeah, I think Travis had Sean Kemp. I had the blue Grant Hill, but I also had Timmy D. Mm -hmm. I had a blue Rashid jersey. That's somebody else too. In 04, so, yeah. But that's my theory. So, Cade Cunningham will be traded in seven years, and then we'll win a title after that. Nice. Based on these jerseys. I, the only reason Grant Hill was traded was because of his injuries, really. Yeah, we wrote him, and, we wrote him <clears throat> off that right. playoff series against Orlando. Right. Broken I, ankle. I just don't, I don't think. It was a, just a joke. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, hey. <laughs> what? Nothing. Shorts. You never said hey before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear shorts where I can sing your dingus. Well, tonight the Pistons travel to the nation's capital and try to cast a spell on the Wizards. Well played. Mm. Harry Thursday. Potter <laughs> for three. Thursday, the Pistons drive into Toronto to battle it out with the Raptors. The Pacers visit Detroit Friday for a matchup with the Pistons. Hopefully we can pace that game. <laughs> then Monday, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks fly in to take on Detroit. <laughs> yeah, that was deserving of that for sure. Um, they're improving. I like Bagley. Bagley's been. I don't like that he's got an ankle sprain already. But yeah, he yeah, he got hurt. Yeah. What game was that? Was that a Sunday game? Yeah, and uh, and a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Celtics. Yeah, because he's played. Say he's played four games so far with the Pistons. He's averaging eleven and a half points per game off the bench. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get him gradual. I, I think for, it was a cheap move, and we'll see what happens with it. And he seems to be playing alone with everybody. So I didn't far. think. He, I thought he was more of a lead block. Uh, but he's got some. He's he's a athletic. Yeah, he, yeah, and he can shoot. Surprised um, me a little bit with some of these alley oops he's getting from Cade. It surprised me. I so I watched him. I saw him live when he was at Duke. Um, and he impressed me so much watching him live. And it really surprised me when he came into the NBA and kind of laid an egg for the first few years. So, uh, if he can hopefully turn it around, the talent's there. Opportunity. Needs, yeah. Talent and opportunity and well, someone like, maybe a like, fire under his ass. And it was like we were talking about the bull bull trade that didn't work out. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, throw them 30, throw these, start throwing these guys 32 to 35 minutes. You your season should figure it figure right, at least out see what you got and make sure you stay in the bottom three yeah <laughs> and have a have an eight-man rotation i'm so if i see mcgruber mcgruber what's his name mcgruder mcgruder yeah he McGruder. shot like a couple <laughs> games ago he had he was nailing threes right but Damn then, you, but then you, you watch him play you tell he's the 12th man yeah stop it yeah stop with the cory stop with the joseph stop with mcgruber Stop with <laughs> they, yeah, McGruber. Well, and they and they need to they need to stop winning games. Well, that too. And but play these youngins, right? Play the young guys. Lose your games. Make sure you stay in the bottom three, so you have a, a best chance at a number one pick. And because there's some teams that are trying really hard not to win games right now, the Pacers yep. are it, Houston trying really hard. The Houston Magic. trying really hard. Yeah, I mean, there's just some teams out there that. The, and yeah, the Magic and Pacers, I think, are. I mean, so right now, you might know off the top of your head, but based off out of the top three, the draft kind of dips. Talent, there, right? yeah, there is seems to be there's a Smith, consensus. Tom three, top have, three, Tom three. Uh, top. Yeah, you got um, 
Jabari Smith from uh, Auburn. From Auburn, you have Chet from Gonzaga, and you have uh, Paolo Bancaro from Duke. Duke. And then and you have a lot of like swing. Yeah, people. guys, it, those three guys are are all expected, I think, to be pretty impact players uh, in the NBA. But after that, you you do get a drop off where you're. I mean, maybe you get an impact by guy, but you're probably just getting a decent starter. You yeah. Know? So it's interesting. Interesting, Kyle. Very interesting. Interesting. Get chat. Get get chat. <laughs> Remember when we used to do that? Yeah. It's, it's crazy because there's been, like, throughout this college basketball season, those three guys have all just kind of gone one, two, up three, and down one, two, and up yeah. and down and up and down. It's kind of, you know, originally everyone thought it was Chet, then everyone thought it was Paolo, then Auburn went on this huge run, and then everyone was like, oh, it's Jabari Smith, and now it's kind of like it, no one really knows. And so I really it's just going to be – Personal preference, but as long as you are in that top three, you're getting you're, somebody. You're gonna get somebody. So regardless of who it is, just don't fuck it up and win ten out of your last twenty five games. I'm hoping we get the seventh year senior Bohannon from Iowa. Jesus Christ. That was a joke. <laughs> to just, come to come play with <laughs> Luca Garza. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it was funny when I was reading the stat the stats, like yearly stats, I'm like seven years. Holy shit. He's like 30. Like, why wouldn't you just go play overseas at that point? Like, what? He's trying to get his double doctorate. He's the Brandon Whedon of the college basketball game. Like, it ain't like you're coming back trying to win a championship. Like, Uh, (gasps) Detroit Red Wings. Wingdings. Wingdings. Bing bong. Wednesday, the Wings lose to the Avalanche 5 2. Yeah. Goals by Fabry and Zadina. Mm hmm. Two assists for both Larkin and Cider. Those two are still on fire. Yeah, yeah Zadina took a nice rebound from a Cider shot. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm glad you brought that twine. up. No, so Cider kind of gave him like a 25% shot to the pads of the goal. He completely did it on purpose for the rebound. For It was like such a smart play for a 20-year-old kid, knowing that he didn't have a shot. He didn't throw it over the net. He didn't throw it behind the net. He threw it right on the pad for deflection. He was either going to go to the far side. To, I can't remember who was up in the play with him. I think it was Fabry. Or, and then popped right out front to Zadina. Like, what a smart play. Mm-hmm. Right in front mm-hmm. to Zadina. Smart play. Put it in the net. It was, it was, out of that game, that was, that was wonderful. Yeah. And then Saturday. I, they, Toronto. Toronto. Jeez. 10. The Red Wings seven. So I turned the <laughs> I turned the game off after six one in the second, right? Yeah. And I started watching I started listening to that Mark Mark Normand um comedy special, whatever. And suddenly my phone in the beginning of the third part period goes off four times in a row. And Red Wings scored four times mm-hmm. in five minutes to start the third period, just rifling. The game was so it wasn't even like there were pretty goals on either party. It was just like the puck was going, the places on people's stick and there's a wide open net. It was Wild, yeah. not good. <laughs> you not good. You you know a game goes well when you pull your starting goalie and then you put him back in and then you put him back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know it was good for. I don't know that I've ever seen that happen. It's happened <laughs> usually, but based on injury though. Right. I it was good for the box score and good for these guys to start. You know, like Cider, I think had two assists. I think Ronick had a four point game. Larkin had a assistant. Like he's got his point streak. But what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> All I hear about going into this game is like, oh, they really practice on defensive coverage. Now, like I said, the puck was ping ponging around. Like there was 
no chance for some of these goals not to go in because bananas. But ten goals. I wonder issues. I wonder how much. I wonder how much money you could have won on the over sixteen and a half goals for that game. Oh, (laughs) wild! Small fortune. (laughs) So large fortune. Joe and I have been talking, and I'm. I am a fan of Jeff Blaschel. I like call him. Not yet. Or maybe I uh, maybe we'll call him at the end. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of Jeff Blashill. I like his track record. He's always been done well with youngins. He coached at Western, did really well there. Coached the Grand Rapids team to a Calder Cup. But now we're starting to get to this point where, when do we make that move? Is he the guy? Is he the guy? It's it's it, that, that this is the hardest part for me because it's I understand it's a business and we got to make sure. I, I like I said. I really, I really, I think he'll. If he does get let go, he'll still be in the organization, which I don't think that'd be bad. But the other thing saying is, then who who are we gonna bring up next, the coach? But when when do we when do we pull that card? <clears throat> it's hard because because he is he's, you you basically just pulled him up and asked him to coach a rebuild, hundred percent. And and, and, we, and he's right in the middle and, of it. and he's right in the middle of it, and so. It, you give him another it, year. Is it yeah? Is it fair to him when to when he hasn't had the talent at all ever until ever until this year we start getting his right the ball rolling now. Right. The one thing I always and this is my philosophy is I still I still thrive on patience with young prospects. We talk about Zadina not putting up what he probably should be putting up. Talk about Rasmussen and some mm-hmm. of these players. Mm-hmm. But I, I was kind of going through some other, and I, I should have be more prepared. Maybe I'll be more prepared next week with some of the names I'm thinking of. But there's been players in the league who are top superstars in this NHL league that took four years to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. So that's why I still have faith. I, 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 I do like to change it, like with Bagley, change of scenery type mm-hmm. of thing. I understand that kind of stuff. I say next year. Next year... With Grand Rapids, we're going to get all the players from overseas. We're going to get some of these guys that we drafted four years ago out of college. Then we can start putting the pieces together of who we dish to get talent, who we keep. I, I, I still have faith for Zadina. I really do. He's been playing better of late, and I think that it, in my head there's a couple questions about Blaschel. Is, is the development – issue partly on him and not that there's a huge development issue but there there's been a little like you just but mentioned the, there's been a little bit but there's also been thriving and, too right look exactly. at dill exactly. larkin has been with him he's i mean these guys bertuzzi wasn't supposed to be a point player game right he wasn't he's was supposed to right. be a third line grinder mm-hmm. picked him in the second round and he's putting up mm-hmm. he's a point producer right so you know yeah so i agree so you i think you have to give him next year because Let's see what he can do when there is a little bit of talent and when let's see if he can overachieve with a talented team that maybe should be in the, you know, seven, eight seed spot of the playoffs, but see if he can make him a four or five and just, let's just see what happens. I think you got to give him another year and I think you go from there. The, the issue is he was not hired by the current regime. So, no, but he was also close to that regime based on because he's best friends with John Cooper in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So there is yep there is connection as much there. as Eisenman was with Tampa Bay there was still him and Holland were still mm-hmm. you know uh, I I'm with that and because I I, I want to see there's there's still one more wave of players come across the pond that mm-hmm. I want to see before we start 
calling shots and making big drastic moves. Um, I, I agree. I, I I would like to see him one more year. I people the same with Rasmussen. You know they talk about you know his point production. You know if he plays a third line checking center role, what's fucking wrong with that? He's playing winning face offs. Got to do it. Winning face offs. He's still a big body in front of the net every once in a while. He's still he's starting to show his six six body. I don't, you know Joey Valeno is starting to come around. He put him down to Grand Rapids a couple of times. Now he's starting to pump a little bit. Give him a year. Give him a couple seasons before we start clicking the pen and getting the red pen out. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Tonight, Carolina comes to Detroit to say, "Here I am." Tonight or t- Tuesday? Tuesday. Tonight. Tuesday night. Tonight. Oh, tonight. Tonight. oh look at that! Tuesday because it's Tuesday. Yeah, I kind of. It's March first. March first. Tuesday, March first. Tuesday, March first. Eight a.m. Eight a.m. It's probably about eight thirty right now. Man, eight twenty. <laughs> but like I said, Carolina comes to Detroit to say, "Here I am." Rock me like a hurricane. Thank you. Friday, the Red Wings you do go to have the golden locks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, the Red Wings go to Tampa, but hopefully aren't struck by the lightning. Hopefully Joe doesn't watch that game. And then Saturday, Detroit goes to Miami to see hot dog neck and the Panthers. Bing bong. Hello. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what day is the Tampa Bay game? Tampa Bay game is Friday. Follow Joe Caputo on Facebook. <laughs> Everybody, that's that's Joe. <laughs> Actually, I probably wouldn't follow him on Facebook. He's not in Florida this time around, but if he was. That was a funny morning. <laughs> and that does it for this week's. <laughs> that was a stressful <laughs> Talk to the hand. I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. the one that wrote Tampa Bay sucks in the bottom of their <laughs> Oh God, yeah. Well, was, Chris Burns, Chris Burns called me and was like, uh, "Are we going to talk to Joe about taking are stuff we? off Facebook?" I was like, "Yeah, I, did. I, I have. was like, uh, I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to wake up and be upset about that." Six a.m. <laughs> Captain was a hell of a drug. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I like your shirt. I like your pants. I like your face. What are you drinking that coffee out of? Spinebuster Sports, delicious coffee mug. Hell yeah, you are. Yeah. Ceramic. Ceramic. I don't know. They're not buying a ceramic. Fire roasted. Fire roasted. Yeah. We have grills on there. Yeah. No, we don't have <laughs> grills on there. Can find your gold hair dye. Is George <laughs> It's Rose Gold, bro. Is George Ford is George Foreman sponsoring us yet? No, not yet. Did I get my Spinebuster Sports grill. Anyway, yeah. are you talking about Teehee? I'm talking about Teehee. So play that Teehee thing. Hey, Burns, you know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports hoodie? Where? Tee. You know where I got this sweet Spinebuster Sports shirt? Where? Tee. Do you know where Socks got his sweet The Feast hoodie at, Burns? Where? Tee. Or his sweet The Feast beach towel at? Where? Tee. That's teespring.com. T-E-E. Tee. S-P-R-I-N-G.com for all your Spinebuster Sports and The Feast merchandise needs. No H's. Well, we're back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that Mark Norman uh, thing was called out to lunch, by the way. I forgot to be eating that probably because my head's everywhere. Uh, what are we talking about? Lions things? Lions things. We're going to do a little uh, exciting. Detroit Lions offseason. That wonderful <laughs> time of year. Free agency starting up here soon. Uh, the Detroit Lions have $19 million in cap room right now. Not a great number, but they're actually in like the better half of NFL right now with salary cap room. Uh, you, we'll know more after what, March 1st or after March 17th? or 14th, I believe, is yeah. 
14th that week. Uh, of, bonus retrieval day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, you know, all that stuff. There's a ton of sports things going on that week. So Their, bi- their big cap relief comes next offseason. That's very true. Yeah, and that's even with if we do cut the cord with Flowers and uh, a couple other people. It's still yeah, we still want his till next year. And we don't too. have any we don't have any dead cap space from Stafford left after this year. Right. Yeah, and, Flowers. We and Jared Goff's I contract is done. So yeah. I think I, if we I, cut Flowers, we save ten million dollars this year. I'm pretty sure we're we're going to be over. We're going to be in like the fifty sixty million dollar range next off season. Right, which should be very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we're calling Tom Brady. <laughs> he's, he's come back. Do you hear? Yes. Yeah. It's like, hey, if I can win with Tampa Bay, I'm gonna win with the Lions. Yeah. And then next year he's going to the Jets. And he's gonna. He's gonna go Is Grant gonna go to Buffalo? No, he's finally gonna complete that trade to Detroit. <laughs> Where did you say? <laughs> Is he still gonna play? Uh, the the rumor mill is flying that he would go play with Josh Allen in Buffalo, which would be pretty awesome. I like I mean, Knox though. I I do too. You throw them both together. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the more talent, yeah, why not? Right. You know, yeah. It's all about winning. That's well, right. and they're and they're so close. Like that can that can be a move that can put you over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Team needs looking at Detroit as Sox. Quarterback, they, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, <laughs> linebacker, cornerback, safety, yeah, kick, kicker. The most pressing things are obviously a quarterback, quarterback wide receiver, cornerback, safety, linebacker, defensive end, uh, offensive line, kicker. Okay. We have a punter, right? We have Fox. We're good there. Our punter's good. We're good. Yeah. All right. Well, starting with safety. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, defensive back. Yes. Kicker. We need it all. But uh, I was looking at some stuff with safety. Uh, free agents coming out. Marcus Williams. Marcus Williams from the Saints. 14 interceptions over his first three seasons. Do we have enough money? That's the thing that I... Because you splash on him and then what? Yeah. They, no, the answer is no. We don't have enough money. Here's the other... <laughs> <laughs> here's, right. here's the other answer. Um <laughs> You're probably not signing an impact guy like that when you are not close to winning. And the only, the, it's based on the relationship with Glenn and Campbell. Yeah. And if there's a hometown discount because of that, yeah. Then that, cool. But he's looking right. to get be the highest paid safety. Exactly. So, so good luck. We can't afford that. Yeah. Um but the safety one is interesting because Hamilton. Yes. And number two. Kyle Hamilton. And yeah, Kyle Hamilton at number two is one. Uh, from where? From where? Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Here are my thoughts on Kyle Hamilton, because I've actually read a lot about this this week because I, it's what I do. Um, it's all going to depend on what happens, obviously, at number one. I think the consensus most people are thinking is that oh. it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. but I think it's going to be off the tackle. I think, I think also. that there is a chance that it's it's Evan Neal or uh, Ikema Kanwu from... Um, I think it's going to be Neal. I can't remember where he's from. but um, If it's one of those two guys, probably hard for the Lions to pass up on Aiden Hutchinson. But if it's Aiden Hutchinson... Hamilton. It's got to be Kyle Hamilton, and it might, it might be Kyle Hamilton even if Aiden Hutchinson is there, because Kyle Hamilton is going to be a 
playmaker for the next 10 years. Burns. And it's pretty much can't miss. What have I been wanting on the Detroit Lions defense for the last 25 years? A, a playmaker. Impact playmaking safety. He can move Ooh. all over the field. He can play a little bit of linebacker. He can he's a, he can cover. He it, I <sighs> He's a sexier version of my Julius Peppers. It's yeah, and, and it's not Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers, yeah. Sorry. It's not. Uh, it's not normal to take a safety at number two, but if you're looking for best player available, that that might be. He where may you're headed. very well. Yeah, be but look at me. Safety's impact the game in the end. That's what. That's why the whole position thing cons- is all this is, consensus of where to draft people. Yeah. Like, oh, don't draft a middle line. Fucking middle linebackers, the core of your defense. Draft them where the fuck you want. Yeah. Look at Parsons. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're not saying that you wouldn't draft Parsons number two right. this year, right? Give me a break, right? Well, and other uh, other than Kyle Hamilton, there's actually a lot of safeties in uh, spots where the lines will be picking. Uh, Lewis Seen from Georgia will be in that mm-hmm. uh, second to third round area, along with Waquan Brisker, <laughs> Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> Sounds like Jaquan. Did you Jaquan? <laughs> Kyle, you didn't plug him into your uh, into your name reader before the, my before name the, reader, yeah, because your, your name pronunciation tool before <laughs> Sam Gagner. <laughs> That's you guys, <laughs> and then uh, Kirby Joseph in the third to fourth round. He's a little bit lower ranked, but uh, Pro Football Focus had him ranked fifth among safeties in college football last year. So he could be someone if the Lions go elsewhere. At the top of the draft, they could come back to the safety issue, safety maybe later. But I think what you do because you have that pick is you pick the best player on whatever on your board. Yeah, doesn't matter. Not, doesn't not, matter necessarily, the not necessarily the board, but what position you think is going to be the most impactful. You pick that top. So Hamilton, Hutchinson. <clears throat> it, it's it's one of those two if they're both there. Got yeah. And if and if, H- and if Hutchinson's not there, then then but, it's. But I, I, have, I have the fear that we're not going to trade back now for the simple fact that you're going to miss out on Hamilton. Because I think well, I think originally if you traded back to six, let's say, then maybe Hamilton, he's not going to be there now. Here, no. no, he's not. But here's the problem, too, and, and it's just Lions luck. But there's not any top-tier quarterbacks, so there's not going to be much. It's When people want to trade up that and give up what they have to give up to get into the top three, it's because they want a quarterback. That's not there this year. Or Julio Jones. And so you're probably not going to find the value that you would need to trade back, which is fine, but it just it lions luck in the year that they have the number two pick that there's not a quarterback like there always is. But um but that's fine. Uh I I, then I keep said, the pick and draft draft whoever the top player that we have so many holes to fill that, pick a quarterback. that whoever well, the, we're feeling your ear holes here on the feeds <laughs> brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. That whoever the uh, whoever the top player on your board is, that's who you're taking. I I I'm coming down to my brain now that you draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, it's not well, this year, and we'll and we'll get don't to, force it, and we'll get to it later on because we're gonna have a top ten pick next year. Yeah, I mean it's all about you guys. That's why, like when I was showing you the mock draft thing that I was doing, where I traded back so many times, was because it wasn't going to be until next year like oh. it, the only chance that i think you guys really are at taking a quarterback is if at, you're sitting at 32 and for some reason malik willis is sitting there but that's the only you don't I don't and, think and you still wait and you take him pick one and second round yeah. take I mean, that much more money off the contract or, right yeah i i think yeah the only way that you're drafting a quarterback with one of those first or if somebody if somebody in the combine this week pops 
and you use your thirty-two and your second, your first round pick to move up to the top fifteen. Somewhere. Having having thirty-two and thirty-four is real sexy. It, it, well, can, it and, can be, and yeah. knowing and Sox brings up a valid point, which I don't even didn't even think about. You know, the Jaguars aren't taking a quarterback, as, right? So if the Jaguars right. are hanging on to that pick between your two picks, yeah, you do wait and you take them day two and. Yeah. Unless unless you're worried that the Jaguars are going to trade that pick. It, well, I mean, that's that's, that's just like it, that's just like people trying to trade up for the it, as soon as the first round's over, first thing that teams that are wanting to move up are doing are getting on the phone with the Jaguars and the Lions. Baltimore yeah. Lamar Jackson. But yeah. You got to imagine that some of these quarterbacks that are going to be on the board that we're going to talk about here in a minute, like are people are going to move up, they're just not going to move up toward the Lions but, are they, yeah. you know? But yeah. with we can say this all talent-wise all day long, there's not a quarter People are going to be desperate to find a quarterback eventually somewhere. Well, yeah. we haven't even gone through the combine yet. So as soon as somebody, as soon as somebody's going to be so hyped, measurables are just off like even, the charts. Just like out of the senior bird, not the senior bowl, but whatever <clears throat> bowl the Lions coach, Malik Willis, Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. Look at look mm-hmm. at the tail. I never thought. Uh, uh, just wait. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be desperation somewhere. Well, and then one that I another position I really wanted to talk about with you because I dove deep into it was the inside linebacker position or just linebacker in general for the lions that they need. Yeah. Uh, Devondre Campbell is the only linebacker in pro football Focus's top 50 free agents. Is that the Georgia guy? Uh, no, he is a free agent. He w- uh, played for the Packers this season. No, there's another, here's a guy from Georgia. I'm talking about free I'm agents. Get- that was a free agent. I'm talking about free agents. Oh, I'm talking about the draft. Yeah, now we're moving into the draft. <laughs> there's, uh, there's no, there's other than him, there are not really any. No, there's no linebacker. Free any agent linebacker worth free talking agents. about. You know, if this was my picks. I'd be trading them all for next year because I'm disappointed. On uh, the sexy, positions. but in, but for linebackers, you know, you guys really are in position to take a guy like Devin Lloyd or Dean from Utah and, and Georgia, respectively. Dean's a Georgia guy, right? Yep. Uh, but you can either, as you said, package that back end first and a and your first second to move up. Or if you wait, there happen to be some guys that are very very sexy when it comes to the linebacker position. Leo Chanel from Wisconsin, twenty twenty one Pro Football Focus's number two ranked linebacker. Uh, his run grade that they gave him. Was the highest since Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons, who broke the record for best run grade uh, for a linebacker. Yeah, but Parsons can also cover people. Yeah, he's. Uh, I want Ch- Chanel is a he's a a blitz man heavy yes. linebacker, that, I, which is why he's not projected. I I want the sideline, the sideline yeah. that can cover the tight end type of guy. That's Nicole Dean. Uh, yeah. Like the Devin White, the mm-hmm. Devin Bush, you know, Devin Bush has been hurt, but you get you get my sense of athlete there. Well then you might like Chad Muma out Muma. of Wyoming. Wyoming's produced that Logan Wilson guy, didn't he? Yeah. I liked him a lot. He was ranked eighth in uh among linebackers at college last year. Six three, two hundred and forty two pounds. I think, yeah. Um Brian Asamoa from Oklahoma is another. Man, I, I get nervous about those Oklahoma linebackers because they never turn out. Remember Teddy Lehman? 
and I don't like I don't like how he ranks. Like he's projected based on uh because he's undersized based on sideline to sideline, but like when you're looking deep in the some of the stuff, it just I don't Yeah, sideline to sideline's great, but you also have to be able to hit somebody and you have to be smart. Um, I, I think it linebacker might be a tough position for, uh, we, we might just be really weak there again next year because it's going to be tough to fill in the spots that we're in, because I think that Devin Lloyd and Nicobe Dean are probably off the board. Oh, By the yeah. time we get to thirty-two, oh, one hundred percent, and you're not trading. Tra- they're mid-round, right? And we're not, we're not in position to trade guys, up for anything. Not for that. We're would gonna, you guys no. want to trade? Back? So, would you guys even be considering no. trading back for that? No, no. not when no. you have the tail. So the what you're probably seven. doing is paying paying some of these, you know, grade C uh, free agents to be your linebackers next year, and you're just. Yeah. Or, put together or and, pick a linebacker in the third, fourth, fifth round. Right, and you just try to develop. And never know. Saying, you never a know. Flyer on that. Yeah, it's probably the kid it's, out of it's Wyoming. Probably, yeah. Yep. Take a flyer, and hopefully one of these mid to late round picks turn out. Right. Cornerback Brian Urlacher. You know, what uh, I mean? a ton of very, very, very talented cornerbacks are on the free agent market this offseason. J.C. Jackson, who uh, played for New England, Stephon Gilmore. Carlton Davis, Casey Hayward, DJ Reed. We have no money. All gonna want to get paid. All gonna want to get paid. So yeah. that's that's off the books for signing. Brought it up before. Guys. Campbell is gonna find these, as you say, C grade guys that will play at a B level because they're playing for Campbell and they're gonna run through a wall for them. Get them for cheap and just hopefully you get one or two steals in that scenario because well, that's and, all you can afford and. and also, you can hope that Jeff Okuda comes back. And well, I'm just talking in general, too, but cornerback, yes. Yeah. I think cornerback, we're actually going in the right direction based yeah, on how I, each corner in those late, uh, what was his name, David? I can't think. David, um, there's those two guys that kind of played middle of the end of the year that kind of came out of nowhere and did their job. Played decent, yeah. Um, I think we're going in the right direction there. I, you know, Safety help would be my first pluck. Of getting somebody, uh, linebacker too, but yeah, uh, cornerback help from where it, the lines are picking at. It's probably going to come day two, no. day you know mm-hmm. late, later on day two. Maybe uh, Dax Hill if he fell a little bit. I, I like I like the scenario because he he played a lot of man cover last year for a safety, and he can hit. You know, if you don't get Hamilton, I don't think that'd be a bad play in the third, second, third round. Yeah, he's yeah, it, his projections right now are like mid second round, so yeah, it would be tough. But you'd have to trade um, back. I think Jalen Petrie's a guy you guys could look at at the beginning of that, uh, either at the end of the first or early second. But I do like to. I do like the way that. But we also saw, I you know we saw a lot of him because we're Michigan fans. He did play a lot. I love. You know, based I think what we're doing on defense, a lot of man cover. I think that'd be not a bad, sexy pick. I think JoJo Doman is a late uh, one you guys should maybe take a look at late on that second day. And yeah, Marcus but, Jones was another one. I just I hope I, I'm I'm happy that we have Holmes because he's been a scout. Yeah, and yep. I don't think he was a, he was the director of collegiate scouting for the Rams, right? Yeah, get, and then he groomed into he, the position, right? I. I'm excited for that because sometimes media and all of us get hyped on on certain intangibles or certain uh, numbers coming out of the combine. 
like the forty. It's what yeah, like it's the what happens, press, right? And, 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 and people just don't watch enough film. Like how I many? How how much we were so excited about John Ross when he broke the when he right coming as right. coming out of Washington. You're like, what's he fucking done now? Yeah, that right. one week where he caught like three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So I'm I am thankful that we have a GM. The whole f- as long as we that. don't draft a cornerback from Florida, I'm good. Well, and you know why I love you, Sox? Why do you love me? It's because you give me great segues because you're going to need someone who can scout because wide receiver is going to be an issue getting top talent at that position in the draft. Luckily, there are plenty of wide receivers going into free agency. A lot of the, a lot of the talent so in the, many, lot, so many the wide talent in the draft for wide receiver kind of fell. You have the three guys from Ohio State, and then you have the Ross guy from Clemson, but he kind of fell off the. There's not there's not a lot of wide receivers in the top. The Bama guy, the top of the draft. Um, no, the second round is going to be a place where you guys maybe grab the guy from Penn State. Was it Dotson? Yeah, right. Here. Dotson's great. Jahan right. Dotson. Yeah. If, he, if he's there at two one, he he should be. He, I mean, I think he's like yeah. the forty second ranked. I mean, yeah, it might be a re- reach, but we need a wide receiver in two yeah. one. Why not? Yeah, uh, the Sky Moore from Western Michigan is going to be an interesting too small. one. Yeah, I, but I think five nine too small. Right. I'm all set. Probably he is. Drop. Yeah, it, he's a slot guy, and I think I think your ultimate goal is put Brown in the slot. Yes. Yeah. St. Brown is that's and that's what I every time guy. I looked at him, I thought that yeah. I kind of assumed I want a guy that slot. can run straight up the field and they can go and get it. Those are my top two things I'm looking for. That would that is DJ Shark, Jahan Dotson. <laughs> I I really like Dot. I think if we can get Dotson in the second round, surprises me. Is he slow? Because it surprises me that he's that that what's low. What's his height and weight? He's, he's a shorty too. He's a five eleven, so I don't think he's that slow. Five eleven, one eighty four. There's not really yeah. a ton of guys with a lot of. I would. I want height. that six three yeah. two zero five that can run. Dotson gets up though, man. I he. Know. That dude but like catches lots of contested balls. Ross, and Ross was projected, beginning of the year, projected to go to the first round. What is he, ranked 61 on that? Mm. He's 6'4", 205. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had, this Dijon Dixon. Dylon? Dylon. Dylon. He's one of the five best rappers. Uh, <laughs> David Bell from Purdue. Yeah. Solid. Right. Right? Perfect. I don't think you'd put him in the X. Well, line. no, he's a guy. He's a guy that you're going to be able to get possession, third, maybe fourth round, and possession wide receiver, right? Yeah, right. But then you you just got to find that guy that can stretch the field because mm-hmm. we got he's you know I like St. Brown, but you know when he's averaging nine point eight yards per reception, it scares me a little bit. Yeah, you need someone that can average fifteen. The free agent class, I, I think it. So to be fair, we're talking about all these guys that are possible draft picks when really there with with the money that we have we can probably scoop a serviceable wide receiver that maybe hasn't gotten a chance yet maybe like a christian kirk um dj shark a dj shark who guys that have shown flashes but but they've always played he's the guy i'm talking about six four right burn right right can you stay healthy right can you stay healthy and galladay wow right right so um, we made the we made the right I move call there. That. Release, yeah. See ya. We made the right move there. Well, um, Gallup's a guy. Gallup's a guy you guys could get a hold of at a little bit of a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. That's why I like I like Chark because 
you didn't really do a ton in Jacksonville. You're probably going to get in like needs to know, still prove himself for money. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, you want you but want I, young I guys. Love, like, I love his speed to height ratio though. Yeah, to be, oh, yeah. being six four and can fly. Yeah. I mean, I love that. There's going to be a couple guys out there, uh, like an Allen Robinson, Juju, that are probably just going to be one too expensive and kind of two just don't fit mm-hmm. our rebuild right now. Um, someone like a too, DJ Shark, just, just or a too little, Kirk, too old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's somebody else too with the Kirk thing. I can't remember. God. Odell Beckham. Yeah, Odell Beckham is uh, <laughs> also a free agent. <laughs> There's somebody else I missed that I was thinking about too, but Socks. What? Odell Beckham. Yeah. He's going back to the Giants. Yeah, I'm sure. No, he's gonna he'll be but he's gonna be back with the Rams, I would think. He's gonna be with the Rams. Mm. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Uh especially because he's probably not gonna start. Antonio Brown and (laughs) (laughs) Russell Gage is a name that's out there who's only twenty six and Cordell Patterson, but he's older. Yeah, he's no I mean Russell Gage is only twenty six and he's not terrible. No. Um you'd probably rather have Christian Kirk or DJ Chark, I would think. I'm saying DJ Chark all day long. Yeah, let's Devontae Adams. Will Fuller will be out there. I did see that Will Fuller, he also went to Notre Dame. There's your burner socks. Yeah. He'll, he'll play, he'll play three games. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll but he'll have fifteen catches for six hundred and seventy <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. Oh no, I was thinking games. of I was thinking of Danny Amendola. Just kidding. <laughs> no, we talked a little bit Chris Godwin. He's gonna get paid. Yeah, you need yeah. someone that's Mike not Williams gonna... is probably actually gonna get a little um, bit more money than Laquan Treadwell. The Remember him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think it. You know, as a Lions fan, I the two that I would want to target would be DJ Shark and Christian Kirk. And you're not, obviously you're not going to sign both of them. You're gonna you're gonna maybe. I mean, you're probably signing one wide receiver. What about uh, Auden Tate from Cincinnati? No. Oh, okay. What about six six man? Yeah, it, there's a reason that he's six six and never done anything. Jacoby Myers from New England. Uh, restricted free agent's not going to happen. Belichick will blue ball. Offer sheet. Uh, we don't need any of that stuff right now. We don't and you got to give up draft picks. Yeah, we don't need to give up any draft picks. Correct. Keelan Cole. Adam Humphreys. Sammy Watkins. Just kidding. Albert Wilson. He did okay in Miami. All all these names are fine, but like but we, we don't have any money. I know, but we do have money for for one mid level. So yeah, you guys right. could get Equimania Saint and Brown, so, <laughs> and so we already have the good Saint Brown, Kyle. Um, so you know you can sign one of those guys, and then and then the names that we're listing off right now that are your fringe guys. Yeah, you can grab one of those too. But we need we need somebody to be a playmaker and. If Chark, I think I think Chark could stay healthy or Kirk gets up. I think those would be good starts. I think though, I think one of those guys because you be know a last year, even with Tyrell Williams, I wasn't necessarily mad about that. I think he was giving a spout, and then he just got hit in the head. And yeah. see you later. Yeah. But you want somebody that can complement the way Saint Brown plays. Yeah, Saint Brown's got to go in the slot, and well, he doesn't have to yet. He, he long term, that's what you're hoping. But he played pretty damn well on the outside this past year. Well, because who else played was going to play well, on the outside? I, yeah, that's, I hear you. That's my point. Well, and then that I brings us to, to what we were going to talk about, and that's quarterback. 
Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, obviously it's, it's Jared, Jared Goff, Goff, but you guys also need to like have to sign a backup of some sort because both your quarterback, both your backups. I'm sure Chase are, Daniels available. Chad Henney is probably available. Fitz. Chase Daniel Fitz is magic. available. <laughs> yeah, Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic. Uh, Kyle Blaine, Allen. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert is. Uh, <laughs> David Blaws a restricted free agent. So. We, we can always sign Cam. <laughs> he can't oh, throw a football. He literally he can't throw a football longer than twenty. Hey, do you know there's one quarterback in the league that's never thrown a pick six? Do you know who that is? No. Mitchell fucking Trubisky. Is he going to be available? He is. Ooh. Ooh, we could have a little quarterback competition between Jared Goff and Mitchell Trubisky. And Josh Rosen. And Josh Rosen. Bring them all in. Bring that that whole class in. If that doesn't get your dick hard, I don't know what does. Bring that whole class in. (laughs) Get freaking call up the guy from Carolina. (laughs) Call Sam. Call call, call 1-800-CALL-SAM. Get Rosen, get Mitch, and then for shits and giggles, call away Hunter Sam. Ghostbusters. No, call away Sam Bernstein. (laughs) Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Donald. Darnold. Donald. Donald. Well, call call him. Call Rosen. Tell me, bring them all. Bring that whole class in, and then call in Maddie Ice just for fun. So we're not, yeah. Like I figured, I didn't think we'd be interested in any of these quarterbacks in this draft class. <laughs> it's hard. I, I, I'm not mad about Malik Willis, but the timing's not right for it. It's not right. I'm, I weirdly kind of like Sam Howell, but the timing's not right for it because mm-hmm. you just can't take a chance with your picks right now to do that. There, um, can yeah. he pick it if he goes nuts in the combine? Still, I don't know. You, I think you guys hope for someone like Kenny Pickett to go nuts in the combine, so somebody wants to trade you for the number I, two pick. Well, in, in yeah, theory, yeah, I, but I, but is it is he the guy? Because there's there's legitimately Willis. maybe four guys Matt, ranked ahead of him. Matt, like Matt Coral, you got Malik Willis, you got Riddler, Sam Howell, Ritter, Desmond Ritter, and Desmond, yeah, and Desmond Ritter. So I, I don't know. And here's here's the thing though, if you're the Lions. And you fall in love with one of those guys, and you have picks thirty-two and thirty-four. Maybe you do draft a quarterback this year, if but it's not it's not going to be a number two. But maybe if you've got these two picks and one of those guys is your top player on your board, I, I, they saw Malik Willis firsthand, right? I mean, there's there's guys that get drafted in that spot that are well, that, very but, good NFL players. But see, that's the other part too. Is like, okay, yeah, this quarterback class theoretically is, hasn't been the best on paper yet, mm-hmm. but somebody always comes out of it. I mean, look at the quarterback class a couple of years ago where nobody came out of it. It was like Chad, the Chad Pennington class twenty years ago was like nobody, but you mm-hmm. still had Pennington, somebody else, and somebody. And you had Byron Leftwich. Yeah, that that draft. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't that draft because Pennington left, which was the same school. But anyway, oh yeah, <laughs> um, it was just it was just funny. Like there wasn't a quarterback drafted to like the second round. Mm-hmm. And then there was three that came out of that class that were servable starters in the NFL. Yeah, it, so like as a Lions I, fan though, I don't want a serviceable starter. I know, but as a Lions fans too, I also don't want to not take somebody like Malik Willis and have him blow up in my face. I agreed. It, you it, know what I mean? Yeah, it made. Realistically, though, we're in, so we're in crazy. I don't want to cry anymore mode. But uh, realistically, when was the last time that there were at least two or three quarterbacks that went in the first round? 
Like it's gonna happen. Guys are gonna get picked. So it's just a matter. Desperation's gonna come. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess who knows? It, it, quarterbacks gonna, are really tough on this year. Whereas usually, usually you can say, okay, we've got these three guys that are for sure top ten picks, and you know, let's go get one or let's trade back so that somebody else can get one if we're not in love with one. Well, but, and it, and for me, like the Sam Howell's intriguing. Yes, he had a crummy year. He had a horrible. Everybody left on offense, right? And he was one of the top ten prospects the year before. It reminds me of Herbert. Herbert was supposed to go number one, number one, number one, and then he dropped. Yeah. And I think he's turned out to be one of the best ones in that class. Oh, yeah, he for sure is. Uh, Sam Howell stresses me the fuck out. I agree. Though. But, you know, I'm just, he it's just. Is, he, like, I understand his talent was gone, but, like, at some point there has to be a talent level that your number one quarterback can deal with a little bit and he didn't do that last year he played horrible and and somehow he's still at the top of the list of the quarterbacks that's what i'm I'm saying though it's it stresses me out bro so i just don't take him at number two let someone else take him between picks two and 32 and call it a no and i'm hoping that for some reason maybe one of these top five guys fall the third and then just scoop them you never know yeah yeah you never know yeah one, cause it's just one of those things where if a team has if Aaron Rodgers can fall to twenty two or whatever. Just kidding. So do you guys you want that draft class that Sox was talking about that Chad Pennington yeah. was that close? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know who the serviceable quarterbacks that went later were? Let's hear. Oh, he's gonna make fun of me now. He is. I'm not thinking of that class. Though. Uh. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Mark Bolger went in that draft class. Guess who the big steal was in the sixth round? Who? Tom, Tom fucking Brady. Brady. Oh yeah. <laughs> Giovanni Carmizio. No, he, he mm. played in the league for Matt. Spurgeon Wynn. Who the fuck are Spurgeon we talking Wynn about? Spurgeon Wynn for Houston Texans? The Brady Six. This <laughs> 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 is who we're talking about. Because Sox said Chad Pennington. <laughs> so here, so like here, so here's an interesting name, right? Uh, Bailey Zappi. Yeah, Bailey Zappi. Oh, loved him from Western, from Western Kentucky, and that's a guy that you can get the third, fourth like round, third, fourth, Perfect. maybe maybe fifth round. Perfect. And so take maybe you take a flyer there and Perfect. Just, you that's know exactly what I'm, what I'm talking about. And I then, forgot about Jack him. And, Cone. And now from Notre Dame. And yeah, and and now here's your backup, right? Because you got Jared Goff starting. He makes so fun just, of me because of that whole time when he brought bring up that shit. <laughs> he's in that. He's in that. Well, he's go ahead, Bernie. I'm sorry. He's, he's quite a bit lower. My bad. Oh yeah, no, he's he's probably might not get drafted. He's probably not gonna um, get drafted. But yeah, like grab grab a you know a Bailey Zappy or something like that. Take a flyer because it maybe you hit right. Like maybe maybe this guy becomes you know a Dak Prescott that was drafted in the fourth round. And well, just like um, somebody was just kind of like that. They were like, well, then maybe they didn't become anything good. Seeing like Kylie on that doesn't work. Never mind. No, but I don't know. I it make and then make that your backup quarterback, right? So. You let him learn into the role, and, and then uh, who I don't knows? know. We can always sign the number one overall pick in the other league, Shea Patterson. Shea oh, Patterson to, to the br- to the Michigan Panthers, yeah. coached by oh no, who Gary Moeller, Jeff Fisher. Oh, that's right. I heard his name out there. Well, I didn't think that was real. That's real. It's real. It's real. We're going to be coaching like eighteen years. We're going to be watching plenty of USFL if Major League Baseball doesn't get their shit together. So. I, I don't even want to talk about that. Do we have? Did we have any updates after today? Last I heard, Manfred went to meet with the players. And I was good. When you hear things of else. they're talking and that's supposed to be good news, scares the shit out of me. When. I was getting 40. ready to watch a video before Sox texted me that he was here 
that was uh, one of the ESPN an- analysts, like just trashing Manfred and why this is all his doing and whatnot. Manfred is, I've said it on this show, I've said it other places, I've said it a million times. He is the worst commissioner in the history of sports. That's all and he's doing. If, and if he adds a lockout of missing games to that resume, holy shit. Like, how is that guy still the commissioner of baseball? It blows my mind. I know. But you know what I love, Sox? What do you love, Kyle? Spending Mondays with you. Why is that? Because then we get to Kyle. drop all this stuff for all the ear holes of everyone on Tuesday morning. Kyle, my shirt's still on. Yeah. Tuesday with socks. Tuesdays with socks. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Do you know that, that Peddington class that Tom Brady was in there and he was a serviceable quarterback <laughs> for a long time? Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday, as the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports, talking about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even during your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. I just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Welcome back to The Feast on this wonderful Tuesday morning. And we're back. The sun is shining. Remember Charlie Fry? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Kyle, where are we going? Take me there. Take you there? Take me there. I'm still looking up these quarterback classes. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, uh, to end the show this week, we were going to discuss some things to look forward to in Michigan in the month of March. What kind of things, Kyle? Well... I came up with five. Number five is Oberon Day, March 21st this year. Oberon Bell's Brewing's flagship beers released every year. Nearing the end of March, like I said, this year will be March 21st, and Oberon Day has become somewhat of a little holiday here in Kalamazoo. Kellen Clemens. <laughs> uh, Oberon Day has been a fun day for me in the past. I, I don't know. I think my Oberon Day shenanigans are probably about over, but... Um, it's a it is a holiday. I used to take that day off work. Yes, you did, Every and the next day, and Tuesday, because because you are a fucking hammer, was, you're yeah. a hungover mess. And it's really it's really hard. It, it, that was a rough time in my twenties, because it would be Thursday through Sunday of the NCAA tournament, followed by Monday Oberon day. I almost needed like a whole week off of work after that. <laughs> that is true, folks. I it's a hundred percent true. Seen it firsthand. But. Yeah, get to. Well, it's better than me, where you had to go pay my tab. That was a fun night. (laughs) Oh, you have a tab open. Here's the card. Throw it at you. I'm going back to bed. (laughs) Pretty pretty sure we were uh, 7 a.m. No, you were bar that day. You worked that day. You were you were working for the pubs. Oh, was the day that I went home at one in the afternoon, and you said, "Let's go," and I said, "No," and he's like, "No, you have a." tab open still <laughs> and i literally threw my card at you and said give yeah. him 30 percent call yeah. today and i went back to bed 
Number four. We've had plenty of the 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number four. Liz, Liz and I have it's... a have quite a memory from uh, from an Oberon day. Yeah, I, I was there. That, that, I won't, that I won't mention. Yeah, here. I was thinking. I was thinking about it already. <laughs> Are you a redhead? That was yeah. That was a bachelor party, but. Uh. <laughs> Josh Freeman. Number. <laughs> Number four, fucking spring. Yay. Yeah. We're, we're going to probably get hit with third winter here soon enough. And then finally we'll be into normal spring and not fake spring like we had last week. Yeah, it's <laughs> twice already this year. We've had like a 60-degree day and all the snow melts, and then the next day it snows No, my favorite, inches. the whole favorite thing about this winter is that it turns 40, it rains, and then it immediately drops to 20 and snows. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. How about this class? <laughs> Sam Bradford went number one. 25th went Tebow. And then the next quarterback after that in the second round was Jimmy Clausen. Those, those were the top three quarterbacks drafted. Colt McCoy was in the third round, yeah. yeah Mel Kuyper said that if Jimmy Clausen didn't get drafted, it would be criminal. <laughs> so you want to talk about quarterback classes? Ooh-wee. That, <laughs> that's really bad. Just a refresher, Lions picked Sue in the number two overall. That was a good pick. Mm-hmm. Solid pick. I was excited for that. Yeah, that was a good pick. You guys um, keep talking. I'll throw. I'll throw them out there when it's. T- oh, it gets gets worse. Number three, March birthdays. A ton of people that support the show will be celebrating birthdays in March. Mike Moore, Liz Vaughn, Hot Dog Nick, Bing Bong, Hello, Wingdings, <laughs> Nick Stevenson, Matt Goldner, Lindsey Moore, The Pub. Alan Cooley, Mama Caputo, my cousin Justin, my brother-in-law Kevin, and my sister Rachel. Anybody else you can think of? In March? Yeah. Mm. Burns? I can't think. I got nothing. Probably somebody just put us on the spot. Right, right, right. Dickhead. St. Patrick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) Well, and then number two, March Madness. We always have so much fun with this. And that also leads into number one, which is fucking St. Patrick's Day. Mm. I I don't know if I can do it. Will be in Las Vegas for St. Patrick's Day slash NCAA tournament. Are you first going around this year? Yeah, I thought about going. I'm going. Green Thanks beer. Let me know. I'll be there. Green beer, car bombs, and I was. I, it was. I. It's not like I'm just going by myself. And I like. I got. It was a group that I got added to the list by. No, it's been my thing for, you know this. Well, you know yeah, we can uh, we can fight after the show. Um, so yeah, so I will be flying out Wednesday afternoon slash evening. That's cool. Getting into Vegas, and then Thursday is St. Patty's Day, and then Friday and Saturday we have uh, some watch parties at Circa, at the new sports book there. Nice. So. Nice. That'll be dope. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day is probably going to be uh, nobody gives a shit. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> not so, not you. Sox's salt meter is really high right now. I don't even know what this one does. Respect the elderly, <laughs> motherfucker. You heard what she said. Um, Cam Newton, Blake Gabbert, Christian Ponder, Jake Locker. <laughs> it will. You loved Jake Locker. I did. Shut like up, you loved you beautiful idiots. I did like Locker. You see, that's where it all started for us, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, NCAA tournament, though, will be way more fun if we can get Michigan in. Yeah. 
Uh, there, <laughs> remember when Cleveland drafted Brandon Whedon? <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid bitch. Didn't they draft that, that's two the quarter- second time that Brandon Whedon was brought up? Yes, it was. On today's show, episode. Yeah. You're welcome. Congratulations, uh, The Brandon, Brandon Whedon, Whedon episode. <laughs> that was the Andrew Luck class. Was he? Was, was Brandon Whedon? The, what, what number draft pick was he? 23. 22. <sighs> Damn it, I was hoping it was 27. Just, right? couple, just a couple years after Brady Quinn, yeah, mind you. Yeah. And but just before and Johnny just before, Menzel. Yeah. <laughs> and then Baker Mayfield. Yeah. What so. a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't forget about Deshaun Kaiser in there. <laughs> <laughs> this was the class I was talking about where there was garbage. But I don't think anybody was serviceable. Now I want a Stone Cold Steve Austin what button so I can just keep keep hitting what. But the first quarterback taken was 16th overall. Do you know who that quarterback was for the Buffalo Bills? What year? EJ yes, Manuel. EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Big Bong. Geno Smith was in the second round, mind you. Bing Bong. Hello. And Mike Glennon's tall motherfucking ass. Ugh. Matt, Matt Barker. <laughs> Kyle's on fire. <laughs> Kyle's just mashing buttons over there. And Landry Jones. Okay. Um, can we talk about Michigan basketball to end the show? Yes. Whatever you want, sweetheart. Yes. 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 I love the enthusiasm there. Ugh. Um, not a bad week for them, actually. Uh, win against Rutgers mm-hmm. without Moose and uh, Terrence Williams, which. I thought you called him T-Will last night. Yeah, he can go. Or last week. Yeah, I did. That's his nickname. T-Will. He he sucks, but whatever. Um, good win against Ruggers, and then played Illinois pretty tough. Illinois was come just on fire. Uh, and what do you do when that happens? Every we, we team were, we've played this we, year have been on fire. We were down We were down 15 in the second half, came back, made it a uh, three-point game at one point, ended up losing by, I think, seven maybe. Um, but played them tough. And as of now, most projections have us just inside the tournament, I think either a 10 seed or one of the last four in. Um, and we have plenty of opportunities this week to – secure a spot almost with a game at home against Michigan state and a game at home against Iowa and on the road to Ohio state. Yep. So, yeah, we got, we got some work to do. I think, I think you need to win two out of three and still have a decent showing in the conference. Uh, Yeah. And and, and hope and hope the committee lets eight big 10 teams in. Well, so the good thing is, is that the computers actually love Michigan, which is a good thing. They're, they love them. I'm a computer. Their number. Their Stop number, all the downloading. <laughs> <laughs> their number, I think, 30 in the net rankings, and they have they actually have double the amount of quad one wins. <laughs> yeah, that's for you. That Michigan State does, who is, you know, firmly in the tournament. So Stay tuned for Bracketology with Burns. Yeah. yeah I like that. Quad Quad fours. What no, those that? are bad. You don't want quad quad fours are no good. <laughs> quad yeah. fours wins don't get you anything. Quad, quad one wins are where it's at. Quad Q fours of and candy. Just yeah. just in case anyone doesn't know what a quad one. Explain wins, okay? the quads. Quad one win is we quad wanting burns on Twitter. Uh, we're <laughs> quad one. We'll, let's find out what quad, quad one. ones mean. Quad wow. one. Quad one win is a win at home against a top thirty team, or a win on the road against a top seventy five team. 
So that is where quad one win. Quad two win would be a home win against a team 31 to 50. Road win, uh, 76 to 100. And those are really the only ones that matter. You don't want quad three and quad four losses. Those those hurt just as bad as the Those throw the computers off. (laughs) They do. Those quad fours. They don't like that algorithm. <laughs> they, 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 nah, they ain't this sexy. Nah, they ain't sexy. Luke, For what it's Luke, worth, I think we beat Michigan State. And Luke Bryan don't like week. quad four losses. <coughs> oh, you know what I had to hear all weekend, by the way? What? Is your friend Sean is how big is a Chris Stapleton fan he is. Uh, I think I'm going to be going to see Chris Stapleton. Why do I come? Why? <laughs> why? Why do I talk? July 8th at Comerica. Hey, Shawnee. July 8th at Comerica. Chris, Chris Stapleton is dope. Uh, well, here's your chance to go hang out with Burns again randomly and <laughs> text me about it. <laughs> Fucking sweet. Why, why, do I, why do I talk? You brought it up. I know. That's why I I'm wasn't pushing. going to. I just I wasn't going to. Shut up, Gosling, yeah. you beautiful That's This one's on you. This That's one's on you. That was a quad four loss. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. That was a quad For four you. loss on my Took part. Took a hard L. Oh. Took a hard L. Well... What we learned this week, Socks? So- Socks, that's me, Kyle. Kyle, we learned. Uh, we talk about, oh, uh, the Pistons better start losing some games if they still want to re-acquire uh, talent. Yes. The Red Wings just need to be patient with Jeff Blaschel and give him another oh. year and some time. Joe's going to hate all this. Percolate. <laughs> Joe, yeah, but Joe's impatient. We were going to call him, but and we're we're, so we're moving into late territory. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? Um, well, what does he got to do tomorrow? We learned that the Lions no, will kidding. still suck next year. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yep. And not choose a And not draft a quarterback. Yes. They have two first-round picks next year as well? Yeah. Or is it just this year? They have, No, next year they have two first-round picks. I think they have two first-round picks, first round picks mock, next year. In my mock draft also. I did for them next year, they have three. With the LAs again? Yeah, they have yeah. LAs again. They have LAs again. It wasn't the previous year? No. no. They got it. They have LAs year. this year and they have LAs next year. No. Word. And We're not going to draft a quarterback next year either. We're gonna sign EJ Manuel. Is I didn't you know I had I haven't looked at the f- next year's quarterback class, well, but I think it's Ohio good. CJ, oh, it's very I think good. It's good. CJ Stroud, uh, McNamara. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple big time guys though. That guy from Purdue, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, the guy from Purdue was supposed to be on the list. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, there's, there's a. I think Bryce I Young. I think Bryce there. Young and CJ Stroud are the top two. God, that makes me so angry, though, at the same time. But I, I guess we'll get a good quarterback from the fucking both schools I hate. Yeah. Can't wait. Are you looking it up? Yeah. It's crazy because Justin. Thanks for like, providing yeah, me with computers and stuff. Justin Fields probably would have been the number one pick in this Easily. year's class, you know? Yeah. Uh, what about the guy? Uh, you know, I would, I'm would. i kind of excited and intrigued about the Zappy thing in, like, the fourth or fifth round. That, I, w- I would be a, Is this name Zappy? Do we figure that out? I don't know. That's how a, I say Zapate. it. Zapate. Zappa. It might, it might be Zappa. Is that Frank Zappa's it's Frank, kid? I think it's Frank Zappa's kid. It is not. I think it is it's not Frank not. Zappa's it's kid. It's spelled different. <laughs> and he's and he's 20 years younger than all... 30 years younger than all his siblings. Well, Kyle... Men can do that. Oh, thank you. Is this science with birds now? <laughs> no. Cowboy teaches science, too. What do, you, what do you got for next year? Anthony Richardson from Florida. No. Oh, yeah, he's good, too. Will Levis from Kentucky. That guy's quick. He's good. No. Phil Jerkovic. <laughs> I like the name. Excuse Boston you? College. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Bless me. <laughs> O'Connell is the pretty guy. 
Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech. Wait, so are Bryce Young? Oh, are Bryce yes. Young and CJ Stroud not allowed to come out yet? No, they are. They, okay. are. they were yeah, at we the top. Of it. We start at three. Oh, we start. Okay, this okay. is the guy that is the DJ Ugawale from Clemson. Yeah, ukulele. 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 DJ ukulele. DJ ukulele. Happy trails. He's six four two fifty. Whoa. So and runs oh, a four seven forty. Jared Lorenzo, remember him? That's, Six uh, four two fifty. That's Cam Newton. Cam Newton's six six. Fair. Fucking good. It's a, still it's, a little weird. Yeah. Jared Lorenzo was Spencer like Rattler two ninety. Sucks. Yeah, he blows. That's he's going to USC, right? How about Grant Gunnell? Uh, he's going to yeah a USC. USC the followed U- Lincoln Riley. The, the University of S- South Carolina. That's not right. No. It wait. Uh, no. You. The other guy is from Oklahoma is going to USC, Williams or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oklahoma's fi- actual starter. Yeah. Yeah. Both their quarterbacks yeah. left. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He did go to South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, that he sounds fouled. more he right. Fouled. He sucks. Williams? No, Rattler. Spencer Rattler sucks. No, Rattler's not the one going. It's the other guy that's going. No, they both left. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah. they both left. Rattler yeah. went to Oklahoma has no quarterback. Right, but the other guy went to USC. Correct. Yes. Right. That's yeah, all, they, that's all they, I'm saying. Yes, they both left. Got it. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I need a curtain. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, We learned. What else did we learn? We learned that Chris Stapleton's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ha- ha- happy birthday in two weeks uh, or in a couple of days, a hot dog neck. Bing bong. Hello. Yes. About a week. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mike Moore, in a couple of days. Liz Vaughn. Nick Stevenson, that whole crew of the pub, everybody, yeah, blah. Yeah, blah. And yeah. everybody that we apparently Burns and I might have forgotten. <laughs> so happy birthday to those people. Cool, bro. What 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 would you learn? I, I said what I learned. Oh, what'd you learn? Rob Manfred sucks. That's true. Okay. And I have lots of O'Brown Day memories. I learned that quad four losses. Really, really stress out the computer, Dora. They're not good. I'm a computer. Stop <laughs> all the downloading. Fensler Films. G.I. Joe's. Watch those, too. Remember those? Well, next week. What do we got next week? Uh, we'll probably talk to the hand. Hand? Pistons and Red Wing stuff. Maybe mm. discuss Bagley some more. Maybe. Some he plays. Yeah, maybe talk some NHL trades that the Red Wings might. Maybe some oh, guys yeah, Red Wings might move. Up. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We'll do that next week. Letty. And maybe we'll do, maybe, I think next week's going to be our first countdown show. Countdown. Yeah, which one do you want to do? Sitcoms? I don't know. SNL skits? Maybe. SNL players? Probably. Probably none of those. We'll figure something else out. <laughs> Comedy. We, we, well, let's figure it out. We will. I have a phone. Do you have a phone? Top 10 drinks from Starbucks. That didn't, that didn't, <laughs> that didn't work last week, bro. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> um, Is there music? Are you putting music in? Oh, yeah, I got to do that, too, don't I? Yeah, you There's some stuff I got to do. Top 10 cigarette brands. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 hot dogs. <laughs> That's the brand. Hey, we we got to save that for the bracket show. <laughs> June Madness. We'll do that for the 4th of July episode for the hot dog eating contest. Okay. Top 10. And we're not we're, just limited. We're any kind of. By then, we'll have video. We'll see how many hot dogs Joe can eat. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 light beers. <laughs> Keep going. This is phenomenal. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Burns will be. The cowboy will be. Top 10 sprites. <laughs> top 10 different Coca-Colas. Top 10 Taco Bell menu items. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe would be a feature on that one. <laughs> Joe would do that one. Top 10 shortest drive through lines. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically speaking. <laughs> top 10 potholes in Kalamazoo. <sighs> The one on the highway was a doozy, wasn't oh, it? Oh, man, there's rough ones. There's, there's doozy. My car almost got swallowed twice this week. <laughs> yeah, and it takes gross. a big mouth. <laughs> yeah, for your big old... Bing bong, <laughs> hello! For your big old Mazda there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm putting fucking music in. You are? Yeah. That should have happened about 35 minutes ago. Thanks once again, everybody listening. Next week will be episode 28. Top 10 websites video visiting in your browser. <laughs> Google. Google. But, just something with busting. <laughs> but. <laughs> scissors. Oh, yeah. Heard, uh, you got a text message, didn't you? Oh, I saw it. On Friday. I saw it. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> I LOL'd. Super Bowl comes once a week. <laughs> Every week. Every week. Top 10 Super Bowl moments. <laughs> That stresses me out. <laughs> uh, once again, thank you for listening to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebush Sports. Burns won't be with us next week because he's got to go on vacation to warmer things, so that's cool. Bring your A game when you get back. We're just going to call him at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's fine. I should be. I I might be back by then. I should oh, be. Oh, you will be back. We I talked about that. should be back that. by then, yeah. yeah. By when? Next Monday? I Yeah, but I don't get back. I, I get back. He's not getting back till late. They're trying to... Be like, hey, you got back at 7 p.m. and saw your son for a half hour, and I'll come record this podcast with us. I'll be back to let you know my top 10 root beer flavors. Burns might be back in a couple weeks. We're not quite sure yet. Uh, At least he's cutting jokes this week. Top 10 socks hairstyles throughout the years. <laughs> what, three? I've got all the pictures. Why? <laughs> We can do this one. Top 10 colors for Kyle's hair. Oh, God. <laughs> There's two, three. <laughs> this one, the normal one, and that NSYNC looking motherfucker from high school. Yeah, the one, the one, the, the one guy is from wrestling. Guy Fury. The Dusties? No, Shane McMahon's guys. Oh, uh, Mean Street Posse. Yeah, that was you. Yeah. The best in that picture was the best. You talk about your top yeah. ten Facebook posts from our friends. <laughs> All in one night. <laughs> hey. Yeah, we'll do that after the weekend after Tampa Bay <laughs> and Detroit face off. Oh, I gotta call Travis on that one. He wants to see what he's doing. All right, I'm, I'm I already thought you cut. Nope. Yeah, we, <laughs> love you. Bye, everybody. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>